Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, latest figures from the CSO have shown that a total of 13.3 million domestic trips were taken last year. That's a 14% increase on the pre-COVID days of 2019. To chat through these numbers and the health of the domestic Irish tourist market, I'm delighted to be joined uh, by Paul Kelly. He's the Fault Ireland CEO. And Dick Ridge, uh, the owner of Podumna Camping down there in Portumna. Paul, we might start with you. Maybe you, this is indeed good news, Let just just to start with that. But you might walk us through the figures, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. Good morning, Bobby. And uh, yeah, I mean, the, the figures show a really strength and resilience in the recovery of the domestic tourism market post-COVID, uh, where, as you say, we had, uh, we had a 14% increase in, in, in trips from 2019. So we're basing our comparisons versus last COVID year, which is 2019. So 14% increase uh, in trips, a 16% increase in uh, in visitor nights as in nights spent away uh, from home. So uh, in terms of re- recovery in domestic tourism, I suppose it's it's particularly encouraging in the context of we all saw, you know, how, how you know, the, the, the airports were busy last year with people kind of, but once once the travel restrictions were lifted, kind of running to get a bit of sun or do a bit yeah. of tea or whatever, you know, that was certainly a lot of outbound tourism last year. So in that context, it was really encouraging to see and we, we knew it was great to get the, the, the CSO that we did have a really strong domestic tourism market. And that basically was saying people were as well as taking a trip abroad, they were also taking domestic trips as well. And really important because the domestic visitor travels all year round. So, you know, it's really important for, for the for the off-season. Yeah. Uh, and also they tend to travel to lots of different parts of the country. So it's really good for regional uh, regional dispersion of visitors as well so that we can get the benefits of tourism right all around the country. So if we say that it's a 14% increase in the pre-COVID days at 29, but that the total spend of almost 3 billion is up 36%, does that imply that there were uh, big price increases in the air, in the, in the sector? Uh, yeah, yes, there was. Uh, we, have to, we have to remember that we're comparing 2022 with 2019, so it is a three-year there's three years of inflation kind of built in there, and I think the the average the average spend per uh, per, per night was about twenty percent up uh, and, um, for twenty twenty two versus twenty nineteen. So they're certainly very aware on cost increases that are in the economy. Uh, you know, we're happy to say that you know, people are getting paid more at working in the tourism sector now. We have seen a significant increase in in the level of pay. Um, okay. Hold on a sec there, Paul, because your your line just isn't that great. We might just uh, come back to you. I'll just talk to Dick when we try and sort that out. Uh, Dick Reid, you're very welcome from uh, Podumna Camping down there in Portumna, a glamping business that you've had for a number of years. Tell us what you're seeing on the ground, Dick, if you would. Oh, thanks very much, uh, Bobby, and good good to hear you, Paul. Yeah, I mean, look at, in fairness to uh, Falls Ireland and their team, um, there's been great promotion uh, across all tourist entities, uh, overseas, uh, abroad, and at home, domestic. Um, I think the domestic market really took uh, an, a renewed interest with the fact that uh, there was restrictions on travel previously, and people discovered what was close to them, near to them, and what they probably had omitted or neglected in the past. So all, with, all businesses, tourist-related, would have seen uh, an increase in that. And it, 
the, the buzz back, the feedback from people who, Irish people who, uh, who stayed at home, was they really kind of felt, oh, why haven't we been doing this for years? Now, I would I'd take on board what you were saying there about the increase in, in prices. I think people did know that. Now, we took a policy we were keeping, that we were, we were leveling our prices. We weren't going to try and get it all back in one foul swoop. But it is something we need to be mindful of because if, if we price ourselves out of the game, now with the airports open and people you know, have the opportunity to itch that scratch, or scratch that itch, should I say, and get abroad, uh, we are competing with international markets where there are cheap holidays available. I think our product is strong enough as long as we don't overprice it. And Dick, I would say, can I ask yep. you this? No, I'm just interested in the, does the consumer, if you take the international, I think you said that you had a lot of visitors coming in from France. Um, if, if you take the international tourists versus the staycationer, do, do, they, do they want different things? I, I assume they do. Well, they, yes, I think, well, for example, no, and I'm going to, again, Paul, you're, you're going to love this, but uh, we saw a massive increase in French tourists, and we questioned them. Uh, guys, what brought, lovely to have you here, what brought you to Ireland? And to a man, woman, and child, it was the advertisement campaign that Fortune Ireland undertook in France, and they bought into it, and they loved it. And I would give one bit of advice, if you have never heard of Michel Sardou, he, he penned and sang a song back in the 80s, uh, Les Lakes de Connemara, Lakes of Connemara. And it's like to the French, the fields of Athenry to us. They love it. Dick, I'm so very impressed with your research. Ah, monsieur. <laughs> Paul, you Paul, compliment me. Paul but no, it, it, it's, something, it's something that we need to tap into because whatever that link is, you know, um, the Americans have a love for Ireland and they go back generation to generation. But I didn't really, genuinely didn't realise how much of a love the French have. And a lot of it is based on the, um, uh, the vision they have of Ireland and uh, this song. I guarantee you, every French man, woman and child knows that song. All it's right. amazing. So, Paul, we heard Dick there talking about, very positively, about all that's happening um, internationally, about getting the tourists here. You must be fairly optimistic when you look forward now for the rest of 2023? Uh, yeah, we are certainly uh, on the demand side. Things are looking looking quite strong for 2023. Uh, you'd mentioned the number of overseas visitors coming from the US. That, that's, that is coming back very strongly uh, as, as, as a market, and we're, we're, we're delighted to see that. Um, I suppose the, the challenges we have really are, are on the supply side in terms of we're all aware of the accommodation, the amount of accommodation stock that is being, that's been used for humanitarian purposes, which is going to hold back kind of the recovery of tourism uh, across this year and going to have knock-on implications for, for those other businesses. And on that, Paul, do you foresee, like, do you foresee, like, real problems in that? And what are you trying to, as an organisation, what are you doing? How, what conversations are you having with government about, you know, making sure that supply or some supply can be made available? Well, look, I mean, I think, you know, first and foremost, you know, in terms of uh, we need to have the appropriate humanitarian response yeah. to, to, the, yeah. to the war in Ukraine. And, and you know, we need to, for, for, for those people who need to flee that, we need to provide the right kind of, uh, whatever kind of accommodation we can. We're all aware of the, 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 the general housing uh, challenges we have in the country. So that puts that, puts, puts that in, in context. So, you know, I suppose it's, it's, we're certainly making sure that, that everyone is aware of the implications that it's having from a tourism point of view. 
you know, until and we're, we're I know lots of people in government are working on trying to find alternatives, which is which is very challenging. We're just, I suppose, kind of constantly reiterating it's important that we get tourism accommodation back into the tourism sector because for those other businesses, the restaurants, the cafes, the retails, the visitor attractions, the activity providers, all those other businesses that rely on visitors being able to stay in an area, they will all be, be very challenged in areas where the accommodation is no longer available for yeah. tourists and that, that's going to be a real challenge across this season. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Well, look, thanks for letting us into your world. It is, it's it's great to see the numbers being so strong, but you're right. It's important that our tourists uh, get a quality get get a quality experience, and that they do find the accommodation that they actually need. Um, so I'd like to thank my guests, uh, Paul Kelly, uh, CEO of Falter Ireland, and Dick Ridge of uh, Podumna Camping down there in Portumna for giving us an on the ground view of what's happening. So thank you very much, uh, both of you, and uh, wishing you e- equal success with the season. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.